Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Before we get into this scary mysteries of the month, if you guys enjoy this channel, then please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Now we have three new videos coming out every single week and a fourth one on Patreon if you want exclusive videos over there. Thanks so much for tuning in and hope you enjoy it. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month, July 2021. Strange and Scary Mysteries of the Month is a compilation of the weird, disturbing, and downright baffling stories currently happening in our world. From UFOs to serial killers, ancient sites, mysterious creatures, and even ghosts, these are the strange and scary mysteries for July 2021. Number 5. Septic Tank Sam There's definitely nothing more terrifying than to be a victim of a brutal murder. And yet, the horror could even go beyond if even your own name dies along with you. 
On April 13, 1977, a farmer and his daughter noticed a shoe floating around the murky septic tank water near their farm in Tofield, Alberta, Canada. Curiosity then led them to discover a severed human leg attached to that shoe. Right away, they called for the local law enforcement to look into the incident. The tank was drained of its contents, and once emptied, they found the body of a person wrapped in a yellow bedsheet and tied up with a nylon rope. An initial inspection was done on the body, but the gruesomeness hindered investigators from finding out right away how the victim died. Worse, they couldn't even figure out the person's gender, considering that the body was sexually mutilated. The ensuing medical examination established some blood-curdling findings. The autopsy report revealed that the body had suffered intense trauma and torture before being dumped. They also discovered cut marks around the genital area, and upon a closer look, they determined the victim to be a male. Finally, knowing the gender, and because of the place in which he was found, the victim was then aptly named Septic Tank Sam. Sam's fate couldn't have been more terrible. Aside from the beatings and mutilations, forensic examiners also said that the skin was burned with a blowtorch. He was then shot multiple times before being thrown headfirst into the tank. The detectives from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police meanwhile said that the perpetrator or perpetrators doused the corpse with quicklime, thinking that it would quicken the decomposition process. But in fact, the opposite happened, and the body quickly dried up and was preserved for much longer. Aside from the well-preserved evidence, nothing substantial was found that could help further explain the mystery behind the crime. The running theory, though, was that the killer or killers must have been local residents. For more than 40 years, the police couldn't do much about the case. Apart from the fact that they still weren't able to make a single arrest, they also hadn't been able to identify the victim's name, at least until this year. Because, in January of 2021, RCMP announced that they had been working on naming the unlucky person. With the help of Othram Inc., a DNA research laboratory in Texas, Authorities uploaded Sam's DNA sample taken from his body in 1979. A genealogy tracing was made thereafter, producing what is now one of the most important developments in the case. After six months, on June 30th, authorities publicly identified Sam as Gordon Sanderson. The 26-year-old indigenous man from Manitoba had been in Edmonton when he was killed. Although yet to be proven, RCMP now believes that Sanderson was murdered by individuals who knew about his criminal history. The biggest question now is, would finding out his name be enough to finally solve the crime? Also, is it worth it to arrest and perhaps imprison those responsible, whom they now believe to be at least in their 80s? As the case develops, hopefully we'll all find out. Number 4. The Cloud of Mist Kidnapping 
While some stories are fantastic to listen to, others get you wondering how on earth the storytellers ever got those ideas into their heads. What's surprising is when those questionable claims turn out to have some sliver of actual truth. On December 2nd, 2019, a man named Shen Zhang approached the officers at the Irvine Police Department to report what was then thought to be an unbelievable tale of abduction. As indicated in the records, a 42-year-old Uber driver claimed that his wife, Amber Ayes, and her daughter from another relationship, Melissa Fu, were kidnapped from their apartment on Mickelson Drive in Irvine, California. He said he had been rendered unconscious by a stranger who sprayed a mysterious cloud of mist in his face. When he woke up, he cleaned the blood splattered around the apartment, and then for the next few days he behaved as if nothing happened. He called the school that his stepdaughter was attending and told them that the kid was sick at home. He even went online to pose as his wife, selling their merchandise like nothing had ever happened. The most dumbfounding detail of his report was that he waited for more than a week before telling the police about it. All this, he said, was done as instructed by the kidnappers themselves. As soon as they heard his testimony, Irvine detectives assumed right away that this could be a case of a husband who murdered his wife and stepdaughter. He could just be covering up the crime with this outrageous and terrible story. Now considered as suspect number one, Chen Zhang was interrogated at the station for hours on end. Not once did he ever bat an eyelash, and the details he told from the beginning remained accurate well up into the end after more than 40 hours of interviews. Irvine authorities even sought the help of the FBI, who in turn sent their best behaviorists to study him. Moreover, he passed his polygraph test, which was immediately conducted upon request. All this led authorities to believe, no matter how outrageous it sounded, that the man could be telling the truth. Meanwhile, the FBI said that there really was a type of spray used typically by kidnappers who want their targets to almost instantly become unconscious. With him out of the equation, investigators are now looking into the factors that led to this bizarre incident. They think this case has something to do with Aza's shady past. It was believed that she may have swindled a lot of people in the U.S. or back in China. The abduction could possibly be an act of retaliation committed by her victims. The question going around now is, are the victims still alive? And what exactly did A's do to enrage what is thought to be the Chinese Mafia? Number 3. Mother and Sister's Death The basic unit of society a symbol of commitment, hope, and security. If anything, a family is the strongest bond that many of us have. And yet, the violence that this person in our next story had allegedly committed against his own tribe will make us question that notion. On June 15, 2021, officers at the Cedar Rapids Police Department received a distress call at around 8 in the morning 
Police say that Alexander Jackson called 911 from his house on Oakleaf Court in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. The caller reported that an intruder broke into their home and shot to death his parents, Melissa Jackson, who was 68, and Jan Jackson, who was 61. Also killed was his 19-year-old sister, Sabrina, and the three victims were found in separate rooms after they had been shot. The 20-year-old man was then found at their home, suffering from a gunshot wound to the foot. He said he was shot while struggling with the purported masked gunman. He was immediately taken to the hospital for treatment. Meanwhile, investigators said that the gun used in the shooting was a 22 caliber Browning semi-automatic rifle which the family owned. In his later statement to the police, he said that he and his father had left the weapon on the fireplace after cleaning it the night before. The day after he was released from the hospital, Jackson was then arrested and charged with three counts of first-degree murder. What happened was, while he strongly denied shooting his family, he did admit something that prompted authorities to believe he might have had a motive. Apparently, he told authorities that his father, Mr. Jackson, had recently told him to find a job and move out of their house. Moreover, detectives said that they hadn't found any signs of forced entry or indication that their residence had been burglarized or intruded. He was arraigned at the Lynn County Courthouse on that same week. He is currently held at the Lynn County Jail on a bond amounting to $3 million. Should he be proven guilty, the young man could be sentenced to life in prison without parole. And this tragic incident at Jackson's home surely reminds us of the scary truth that perhaps our safety can't be guaranteed, not even with our own blood. Number 2. Mummified Remains of a Cult Leader The thing about cults is that they hold certain beliefs that are, in most cases, far outside the acceptance of many. In reflection, their practices would appear bizarre and often end them up being at odds with the law. On April 28, 2021, officers from the Sagauchi County Sheriff's Office found the mummified remains of 45-year-old Amy Carlson, who was the leader of Love Has Won, a controversial religious group based in Moffat, Colorado. Carlson was known to her followers as Mother God and Mom. Her group once made the headlines in September of 2020 when she and her flock were driven out from Hawaii. She came to the territory calling herself the goddess of volcanoes and creator of the islands, and her claims angered the locals who protested their presence. The recent incident once again put the New Age movement back into the spotlight. It began with a tip-off from an anonymous man who informed the police about a corpse that was wrapped and put on display inside the group's commune home. Upon arrival, the deputies did find a body encased in a sleeping bag and wrapped in Christmas lights. It was then set up in some type of a shrine, and the body itself was already mummified with the moisture drained from the skin and bones. The woman's eyes were missing and her teeth already showing through her lips. 
The result from the coroner's examination indicated that the woman had been dead for quite a while, perhaps a couple weeks or more. The autopsy report also said that they found no evidence of foul play. Despite the absence of evidence, authorities opted to arrest seven members of the group. They were charged with abuse of a corpse and two counts of child abuse. Evidently, there were two children inside the communal home, a 13-year-old girl and a 2-year-old boy. The latter happened to be the child of the man who reported the dead body to the police. Multiple court hearings are expected to take place in the coming months. There is little known about the origins of Love Has Won, although it was believed to have emerged sometime in the late 2000s under a different name. The group reportedly has a considerable amount of members from all around the world. In light of the arrest, Love Has Won brought down their website as protest against law enforcement. They believed they were being persecuted, but on the contrary, the authorities made those arrests due to some horrifying reasons. Allegedly, the woman died because she was denied access to food and medical treatment, an action they deliberately took in order to facilitate what they called the ascension process of their mother God. Carlson's family, whom she alienated for years, thinks she may have become a victim of what she created, and the world couldn't agree more. Number 1. Pentagon Report Lacks UFO Explanations Everyone held their breath for this. Finally, the U.S. government will divulge one of the biggest and the most enduring mysteries of all time, UFOs, or unidentified flying objects, and what they are. But was it worth the long wait and anticipation? Of course not. Because on June 25, 2021, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence submitted their hotly anticipated findings regarding what are officially called Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAPs. This came to be following the order given by the Secretary of Defense, which is in connection to the Intelligence Authorization Act, or IAA. The declassified nine-page report submitted to Congress looks into more than 100 observations that were mostly done by the U.S. Navy. Including the latest ones, these observations date back as early as 2004. In fact, some of these so-called first-hand observations have actually been featured in more than a couple of our videos on our channel. For instance, the amazing pyramid-shaped UFO Captured by the U.S. Navy personnel stationed in California, this video showed what seemed to be a triangular-shaped object hovering above the bay as if observing what's down below. Its lights can also be seen flashing behind the thickness of the clouds. Another controversial piece of footage shows a spherical-shaped craft descending straight into the ocean, Taken near the USS Omaha, the oddly-shaped UFO can be seen slipping seamlessly right into the water without making a splash or even a ripple. The object itself seemed unaffected by the impact made by such a sudden landing. 
These and many more were truly mind-blowing. Even more so, the Pentagon had earlier responded and confirmed the veracity of these reports. This is why the world couldn't contain its excitement to finally hear what the government analyst had to say about these sensitive matters. On that ODNI report, officials said that indeed these UAPs clearly pose a safety of flight issue. As further stated in the document, these objects definitely pose a challenge to U.S. national security. Officials laid out several categorical factors that could possibly have caused these incidents. These include the possibility that rival powers like Russia and China may have been developing secret aerial technologies. They also looked into the likelihood of naturally occurring atmospheric phenomena. Pouring deeper into the papers, experts, however, admitted that they don't have sufficient data or information to fully explain the presence of these mysterious objects. There's no telling, then, if these anomalies are actually of extraterrestrial origin. Although they indicated in their report a category they aptly called others, this means that they at least recognize the otherworldly possibilities. Despite the relatively disappointing conclusions, government officials have proposed a plan to develop better programs and systems designed to efficiently observe and collect data on these unexplained phenomena. Until then, or perhaps never, the world will once again be left on their own to speculate the probability that we might not be alone in this universe. So there were the strange and scary mysteries of the month for July of 2021. Every day, we encounter strange and baffling stories that most of us don't know what to make of. These are just a handful, but there's still so many more to uncover. Hope you guys enjoyed that video, and if you did, please subscribe and hit the notification bell. Three new videos are coming out every single week, and check out our Patreon page if you guys want exclusive videos over there. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.